Welcome to Play on Kate, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this week we're doing the finale of Oh My Venus. Oh, the best show ever. Oh, I'm so sad to see it go. Usually I get so excited at this point to like start a new K-drama, but right now I'm like, I'm kind of in mourning. Yeah. I already miss it because it's been so pure. It's been such a beautiful ride. Yeah. And there's nothing that's going to make me... Happy like this again. Nope. Because every <laughs> other K-drama is... So much drama. It's just so sad. And this one has been such a good balance yeah. of the good and the bad. And I just... I love oh. these characters so much. This show needs more awards. Uh, right? I want to see this show... It's kind of like when we joked that if it just went on forever, that would be fine. Like, I just... Yeah. I want to curl up inside their lives like a creepy creep. I think that would be fine. And just watch Ji-Woong be adorable, and Jun Seung be adorable, <laughs> and watch these two beautiful... <laughs> Korean people be their parents. <laughs> just so lovely. Just so lovely. Um, and I can't believe it's over. I mean... We still have a whole hour of talking about it to do, yeah. so lucky us. We've got us. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. All of the content you need. Oh, so we'll just jump jump right in, because we probably want to talk about the last episode for freaking ever. Yep. But the these last four kind of followed a pattern that I feel like we usually see in Korean dramas, where at some point between episode 10 and episode 16, or whenever the finale is, there's something big that comes between the two main leads. Like, usually the leads have gotten together by episode 10, and then something happens that tears them apart, and that's that's 13. Something tears them apart, and then for some reason, there's so much filler after that. Yeah. Because something tears them apart, and you know it's the end, so they're going to get back together fairly quickly. Yeah. And they do. And then they just fill it with crap until the last episode. Yeah. And with this one, I'm fine with it because I love the crap. They're so good at, like, just that, like, fluffy, good-feeling content that keeps you wanting more. Like, I never get bored of, like, the little group get-togethers that they keep having. Or, or like, when Ju-un and Young-ho are just being together. Like, it's always lovely. But there's some scenes that we'll talk about that are just like, why? Why did you force me to watch this? I The entire last episode, when I was watching it with M, was pretty much just me saying, we've got one hour, people. Don't waste my time. <laughs> Stop Which with these two. Which implies that it wasn't amazing. It was such a good finale. But, but any time that Wushik and Sujin are on screen, I'm pretty much done from the start. Yep. They pretty much shut down all of my feel-goods with their sad, sad, weird relationship. Ugh. So we'll start with 13. We'll do this in order. We'll do it right. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go the right way. Um, 13 is the saddest episode of any show I've ever seen. Yep. From beginning to end, there were so many tears on screen and in our living room. I used to cry at movies fairly often, but I've never cried at a TV show. I just haven't gotten quite as into TV shows as I have with movies. Right. And I, like, I don't know. I've occasionally cried at both, but I almost never, like, it's hard to elicit a reaction from me for the most part. Yeah. Like, even when I say the words, I'm crying, usually I'm not crying. Uh-huh. Or, like, there was one part that we talked about, like, tearing up, and that's, like, as good as it gets. Yeah. But there were so many tears. I couldn't handle this. Because from the get-go, like, the very first thing you see is Jun Seung melting down. Because he just witnessed his... Jun Seung and Ji Woong won their Oscars yeah, this episode. Those reactions. Those reactions were too real. Heartbreaking. Like, when I saw Jun Seung break, I broke... But when I saw Ji Woong break, that's I sh- when the waterfall. I shattered. Oh my god! 
Oh. So it was just the, the trail of tears this episode. Yep. We just walked around cry we didn't walk, we sat, we watched the episode. But I just cried from from beginning to end. From beginning to end. We couldn't handle the sad. It broken. <laughs> broken. Obviously I can't talk about it like a person. No. There's nothing that we can say that will properly show that we are so sad about this episode. Yeah. So they did a good job. Yeah, they did a great job. And everyone that's listening, please let us know if you also cried or if we're just being crazy. If we're just completely disconnected. Yeah. We've reached the point where we watch so much K-drama that we are now the K-drama. See, I thought it would be the opposite, where the more K-dramas I watch, the more... Desensitized? Yes. Yeah, me and too. And for many K-dramas, that's how it is. Where even sometimes I'm they're in the middle of a scene that I know is important, and I'm like pressing that 10 second skip button because you know how the scene is going to end and you know it's a repetition of an argument or Or some disagreement or do some flashback scene that you've seen so many times yeah there's so there's so many patterns that come with k-dramas that you kind of get used to what's gonna happen and then this one just punched us in the gut oh (laughs) um something i did think was interesting about this particular episode, though, is that, um, it, like, these last four episodes were really good about showing perspective from each person, mm-hmm. so when in the end of the last episode we got the car accident from, like, Young Ho's perspective, this time it was, interestingly, from the perspective of the stepmom, because you see what she was doing at that time, and she was also trying to stop Crazy Uncle yeah. from ruining everyone's lives. Which he did, and it kind of goes through their relationship after he hits her with a car. Which and is also sad. So sad. He feels so bad about it, because she's one of the only people that he truly loves, and that's a bit heartbreaking. But then she reveals, like... She knew Young Ho's childhood and how heartbreaking it was, and that's part of the reason that she was like, just leave it alone. Yeah. Like, just let Young Ju figure his life out. I'm really sad for him, obviously. He's my son, and I want him to do well, but... But, like, don't everyone terrorize ha- Young Ho. Yeah, like, everyone has their stuff. Yeah. How about you just worry about you? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, kind of, you get this moment where you see what a strong person she is because she knew all of this when she signed on but she was still like this boy didn't have a mom and like this family was broken and I came in and I did the only thing I could which was take care of a mother who had lost her child and and I had a person to call mother for so many years and like I was losing it because her character has been so sad. Pitiful. Just so pitiful and bland. Mm-hmm. Like, every time, we, I think we made the joke, like, whenever she and Grandma are on screen, we're just painfully uncomfortable mm-hmm. because it's a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot, but it's also so boring. Yeah. You just don't get into it very much. And then you get this new perspective on this, like, really quietly strong character And I don't know how many people would actually view her as strong, but I think it takes so much strength to put yourself in that sort of home situation and just make the best of it. And then at the end of the day, still be like, I did what I could. And you see executive choice kind of um, reasoning constantly of he just wants to win. He wants the best for him and his. Yeah. And that's why he's joined this family. And you kind of just assume that his sister's going the same route. Mm -hmm. So to see her as a person instead of all of your assumptions. Yeah. So nice. It was. It was really, really nice. And yeah, it was like interesting character building that you see come into play at the very end. But like not inconsistent. Like it wasn't like it was only consistent at the end her character was built throughout the show, and then you see, I guess, how it all comes to fruition, and it's really good. Yeah, and then I think most of the rest of the episode is Ju'un's perspective, where- And no one's telling her! No one's telling her! 
Oh my god. Oh, so first off, she goes to see Sujin, and I thought that was one of the best scenes yeah, of the show. Yeah, finally they come clean. Like, they clean the air between the yeah. two of them. And we've been waiting for that for a while. Uh-huh. Like, we've just wanted them to be best friends. Yeah, and so. they're not, but they're not enemies anymore, which is so refreshing. Yeah, it's, like, good to see, like, two adult women be real with each other and just kind of come to an understanding. Mm-hmm. And... And there's some tears, so it's like a real woman-to-woman scene where you wouldn't expect it to not be dramatic, but it's not overly dramatic. Yeah, like it's just, they have this quiet conversation about what's been going on, and they're both just like, God, all of these years. Yeah. Ah, man. I've hated you for so long, and I don't think, I think that's going to keep us from being friends now. But I'm gonna stop hating you. Yeah, like, let's not do this anymore. Yeah. And it's good. It's good. but And they had to have it because freaking, if they just had Ju'un running around the city not knowing what was happening and not having something going on in her life, it would have been so frustrating. Yeah, it already was. Like, yeah. I was frustrated. Through the tears, I also felt this weird, like, it seems like everything you and I have said about the episodes up to this point have been contradicted in some way. Like, oh, Wushik's a good guy. No. Oh, what's-her-face? Uh, Sujin is a terrible person. Not really. Oh, this, this, like, oh, these two have great communication. Nah. Not this episode. Not this episode. <laughs> Their great communication comes to a screeching halt. Yeah, because he, it's his, his choice. Yeah. Because the boys, our good, good boys... Are like what? What do we tell mom? What do we tell June? And he's, he just says, "I'm not gonna make her cry. Don't tell her anything." Yeah, which has come up, so it's not quite out of left field, right? He's it's been just... in pain before, and he clearly doesn't want the people he loved to see him in pain. So he just says, "Keep her away from me." I think this is so wrong. Like I'm so hurt over this, and. We can get into it near the end of the episode, I guess, uh, when, like, we talk about how the episode ends, what amount of time has passed, (laughs) Um, but before we do that, um, I did want to just kind of talk about uh, Chi Wung's plant, (laughs) how he always brings plants to people, and how uh, he says the words... Let's see, I wrote them down. I'm not gonna cry, Hyung. He makes this solemn promise, and then they walk in, and those boys can't. They're too pure. (laughs) Too pure. Oh, they're such beautiful souls. And that's when we find out the plan is to tell her nothing. That's the moment that they're like, alright, go team. Don't tell Ju'un anything. Yeah. Stonewall. Of course it's Ju'un, so she finds him, and there's a very, another, another tearjerker scene where she just says, I love you, and I'm gonna respect your choice, and I'm gonna be here when you're ready. And they, like, freaking Schrodinger's relationship, like, they put it in a box, is it dead? Is it alive? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, we can't tell. We can't tell. It's in a box. They've just packed that away. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. Mm-hmm. And then a year passes. And... A whole year. You see Ju'un being Ju'un. Like, she cries sometimes, but also she's kicking A as a lawyer. Remember that beautiful... Bust up, girl! <laughs> Oh my gosh, so this uh, this year's Bust Up Girl Award goes to the lady <laughs> in Ju'un's office. Ju'un has a breakdown in the middle of a meeting. And this lady just walks in and hugs her and says... It's okay. It's okay. And then Ju'un is kind of like, oh, you don't you have places? I'm sorry. I'm. She's like, I've been married for 20 years. My divorce papers can wait. You need a hug. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh! <laughs> and she just holds her, and you just see this hard year for Ju'un, where she's like, she is like busting it out as a lawyer, like doing what she needs to do, and she's getting healthy, and she's hallucinating, so she's not that healthy. 
she's physically healthier than she's ever been, and that's great. Yeah. But, yeah, her mental stability's wavering. Yeah. She just keeps seeing young Ho around town, and it's super sad. Yeah. She just walks right through his her hallucinations of him. And they do a little montage where she says, um, Junsong won his championship fight. Yay! So good! And Jiwoon failed a lot. He in had the marine exam again. Like, for the sixth time, yeah. I think. Yeah. Long time. Poor guy. That's okay, we Poor don't babe. want him to leave. <laughs> so he can fail as many times as he needs. And she wears the most magnificent fall coat. The one that's like burgundy-ish. And it's the wrap one. Oh. It's like a plum. She just, oh. <laughs> we could talk about every coat in this whole series. Thank God it's always winter. Thank God. Because they have the most beautiful coats. Yeah. That's why they made it always Christmas in this show. So that they could just... Coat it up. Coat it up. And at the end of the episode, she's wearing the pink coat that I remember. Yes. And gets a matching scarf from none other than Young Ho. What? She walks right into him. She thinks he's another hallucination. It's really sad. It's sad, but, like, also pretty good comedy. Yeah. Like, Like, they don't play it off. It's very weird. Yeah. And, like, then he gives her this beautiful pink scarf. It shouldn't be so beautiful, because it is pink. It is so pink. But it's obviously... Well made. Well made. It's big and fluffy. It's there to keep her warm. It's adorable. And then we jump into episode 14. Mm-hmm. Where... Where you get the perspective of the whole year that you missed from Young Ho. And it is hard to watch. Oh my god. That's a lot of suffering. There's so much suffering. I mean, he goes to America for physical therapy, which... Full circle. I mean, He's getting that physical therapy, but honestly, I feel like his physical therapist is a like working so much harder. Monster, yeah. Like half the scenes, the physical therapist is just carrying him. Right, like, and I think the physical therapist is like half his size. Yeah, like he's obviously a strong dude. They got a strong dude to play the physical therapist. Where he's just like lean, a lean guy, but he's little. Yeah. Young Ho is like a big guy. He's so tall and he's muscly. He's like just hunched over this guy. Uh, it's a rough year for everyone. Yeah, a, everyone gets ripped that year. Uh, I think that Ju-un said it best when she said, "We spent 2015 just holding on." Oh my god. <laughs> oh, she's so heartbreaking. Yeah, and then um. That's when you find out that he knitted the scarf himself mm-hmm. over his year of difficulty and he's physical knitting, therapy. And he's reading the book that she left him about dating. Oh, they are so cute. And he's crying. So much. <laughs> so much. Oh. And he's doing the physical therapy. And he's got his dirty band-aid that she left. Ew, what? These people! <laughs> So, I am not here for the band-aid symbolism. I'm done with it. <laughs> These people are disgusting. He took that off of a hospital door, put it on his hand, took it to physical therapy with him for a year. These people need to get a grip. Yeah. On, on personal hygiene. On what is acceptable mementos. Yeah, they need... Different gifts for each other. I am done with their stupid band-aids. But, so I actually made three notes throughout the episode that I just want to present together in order because they they really tell a story. The first one is Manager Min, colon, father of the year. The second is Manager Min, colon, worst bro of the year. (laughs) The third one is Manager Min, colon, world's most magnificent suit jacket. Oh my gosh! He was on his top game this whole episode. He was life. He was the true star of episode 14. Mm-hmm. So, I get the first and last one. Mm-hmm. He takes him from the hospital to America. He's a good, good dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, why... Why worse, bro? Why worse, bro? Because he won't let his lady see him? 
Because, yeah, the day that they reunite, and they're sitting, and she's crying on the floor, and Young Ho is holding her, and then there's a knock, 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 and she's like, that's manager Min. Oh, yeah! <laughs> like, it's been a year, You man. can't just give him the night off, like. Oh, sorry, I'm maxing out these levels, because I'm mad. Yeah, no, it was, he was a bad bro right there. He's a bad bro. <laughs> He's so responsible, though. You can never blame him. Right. He's, like, just doing what's best for everyone, I guess. Okay, so there's a scene where the boys get to see Young Ho after he comes back. And it's so freaking cute. They're so excited, and Ji Wong just holds him. And, like, starts kissing his face. Oh. Oh, my God. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. Those boys are so good. There is a weird inconsistency that I can't tell when this is, but I'm pretty sure in the last episode she said that um, Jin Sung won his fight in, like, April, and Young Ho was released from the hospital in May to go to America. Mm-hmm. And then when he's back from America, Jun Sung has a broken arm. And Young Ho gives yeah. him that little pat and is like, you did good. And you assume that's from the championship fight. And you don't see right. like, a broken arm when they're celebrating the championship win. Or maybe it's sprained. God, I hope it's just sprained. Yeah. Like, if he broke his arm during the fight and he still won... He is the world's strongest man. <laughs> Truly. He, is, he has strength of character. He has strength of, like, but they don't pain really threshold. It. I don't think that's his championship fight. Because when, when they're doing that little time lapse and they're like, Jun is like, he won his championship fight. It's just a scene of Jun and Jiwoong hugging, like, yeah. on the edge of the ring. He doesn't look like his arm is... You know, broken. Yeah, he's or... probably fine. I don't know. I don't get it. So they don't explain what that pat on the back is for. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go with continuity error. Mm. That's fair. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I assume he's still fighting, so it must just be an, yeah. another fight. He just keeps that. That boy just can't get away from the fights. For a second, though, since it was so long later, I thought he might be back on the streets. Like you never know. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, like, as soon as Young Ho leaves, <laughs> Chun Sung can't, like, keep his life together. <laughs> it falls apart. He's back on the streets, getting his limbs broken. Ji Wung has to go pick him up and be like, okay, we're gonna go see Young Ho. Yeah. Oh. Um. You find out Ju Un sent videos every single day. Oh, my God. 192 freaking text messages. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if I... I'm, like, on board with that, because part of me is like, no, she can do whatever she wants. Homeboy decided not to talk to her for a year, but she can talk to him. Yeah. But also, I'm a little bit like, have some pride. (laughs) I like it because you get to watch one of them, and she's like, I'm exercising, look at me go. Also, get well soon, friends. Yeah, so cute. Gosh, she's such a good person. So it's not like a desperate, sad video where she's just crying into the camera. Like where a are you? Drunk dial. Yeah. No, she's just doing her. Also, I hope you get well. I miss you. Uh-huh. See you soon, hopefully. And so that's cute. Yeah, I think... I don't know, I just, because he didn't, like, look at them until he got back, and part of me is like, man, think about how much faster you would have recovered. Uh-huh. Like, he said he was recovering quickly because he was keeping her in his thoughts. Yeah. Like, but you could have seen her face every day. Yeah. But it's cacao, so he thought, I'll not look at them so that she doesn't know that I miss her. I don't get the logic. Out of, these people are crazy. It's K- It's that K-drama mentality where mm. apparently you can't let people know you care. You're in- it's insane. It's weird. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he comes back and says the most beautiful things in his mind. You <laughs> <laughs> can't tell her aloud. Nope, so I wrote down a quote because I just thought it was really, really sweet. It was, you're the best cure of my life, my reason for healing, and my miracle... Oh, that was... You're so good for writing down quotes. I just wrote a lot of their jackets. I'm like, okay, so this scene, she was wearing the pink coat, and he was wearing the green plaid coat, and it looked great. You would assume it wouldn't match his brown tie, but it does. You're doing God's work. <laughs> I'm a mess. 
Didn't even watch the episode, just watch the coats. But for reals, those coats. Those coats. What good are quotes when you have coats? <laughs> well done. Thank you, thank you. And then she's wearing like buffy heels too. Oh, oh yes. Uh vampire stomping heels. At one point, um it's in this episode. He drops her off. I'm pretty sure oh no, it's in the next episode. I'll wait. I'll wait. No, I want to hear it. Okay, so I was watching it with my roommates, and um, and they hadn't seen most of the show, and I was just, like, explaining a little detail, and he had just dropped her off at her apartment, and she was wearing her pink coat and her pink heels. Did you see those pink heels? Yeah, I think so. I was, I was explaining to my roommates, like, just an aspect of the show, just so that they could be as invested as I was, and I stopped, because I had... <laughs> feelings for those beautiful pink heels and you only see the christmas dress yes Yes. and you only see the back of them she's wearing a beautiful pink dress and then i think it's a different pink coat because it's much more oversized yes and then her heels like all pink and she looks so wonderful i'm out of my mind with that outfit i cannot handle because i it's so pink and it's so perfect. Mm-hmm. You would think it would be too much. It's not. It's not. For anybody else, maybe, but not for June. Yeah. I had some feelings for those heels. My roommates thought it was amusing that I could not keep talking <laughs> and appreciate those heels at the same time. But it's just not going to happen. Um. So he comes back and they hold hands for, like... Two hours straight? Yeah, like, she drags him around. I thought it was so cute. Yeah, it was, I mean, part of me was still a little mad when I saw that, though, because I was like, so you've given her PTSD, (laughs) and now she's afraid to let you go Mm -hmm. because she thinks you're gonna be a hallucination. Like, I was still a little bit, I'm still salty, I'll be (laughs) honest. I might be salty for, like, forever. You're salty until the proposal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm like, we good? We're good. You made it. You made up to me. Good everything. Job. Everything I needed to see was here. Um, they hold hands forever, and then pretty shortly after is Sujin and Wushik's proposal. Oh, which is real and nice. It is. You assume because you don't see them for the entire year that maybe their relationship has become normal. Maybe they've gotten counseling. That would be a freaking nice thing for them. That is something they probably need to consider. Even still. Uh, We're to the end of the show and I still think like... (laughs) They probably need counseling. It would be okay if they got counseling. But they get engaged and it's such a cute scene. Like it's so normal with Wushik making dinner and Sujin coming home. Yeah. And saying, just let me change really quick. And then they have a nice conversation. And it seems like maybe they've been doing this for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's just lovely. And healthy. And healthy. And that passes so quickly. Yep. That time comes and goes in just the blink of an eye. <laughs> it's just that episode. Um... Oh, I wrote this. The next scene is Young Ho going home to his grandma and his father. Oh. And I didn't write anything about that. Apparently, I didn't care. I wrote <laughs> Grandma's Relief, which was lovely. She's. It's that. I told Raquel about this. It's that thing that I just can't get behind the grandma and the father because their love for Young Ho is so deep and so pure. And I want to love it so much, but I always have in the back of my mind the stepmom and young Ju. And that, like, their love for young Ho is, like, at the expense of young Ju. Yeah, that they just cannot find it in their hearts to love another person. They're like, nope, we chose one, and that's it. That's can, maximum capacity. There can only be one. There can only be one person that we love, so it's always... Hyunju and his mom's tears are always in the back of my head whenever they're so happy to see Young Ho. Oh my god. And I just can't get behind it. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to deal with that. That's a lot of weird family dysfunctional issues. Mm-hmm. But all I wrote down is Young Ho goes to look at his grandma sleeping, oh, and yeah. she's sleeping on the floor. Which, it happens a lot in this show, as far as, like, when they visit somebody, they sleep on the floor. Right. But I'm like, this lady's, like, a billionaire. She does not have a bed in her own house. In her own home. 
So I'm curious if anybody's listening, if they're like, no, all old people do that. Like, like it's good for their joints or something. Or they're just not into beds. Right. Because I slept on the floor last month, and it felt not good for my joints. <laughs> it was horrible. And I'm like, how do old people do this? And why do they choose to? So just let me know if that's a thing. I was like, surprised that someone so rich was like, I choose no bed. I'll, I'll go with the floor, thanks. Thank you. Give me one mat. And I'll be set. Oh, yeah. That's, I mean, maybe that's why she's so gritty and strong. Yeah. <laughs> it keeps her strong. Keeps her grumpy, that's probably for sure. Yeah. And then it's Christmas! It's Christmas, and you see Jun Song with his mom oh at the God. beginning of Christmas. It's like, he, he, he says, I gave, here's your coat, and she's like, you gave me a coat last year. And he's like, that's the only coat you've worn all year. And you're like, oh, <laughs> time for a new coat, so mom. So cute. Oh, uh, and he's smiling, and she's smiling, and they are mm-hmm. beautiful. And Yijin interrupts them, but I'm not as angry as I always am when I see Yijin. Yeah, mostly because she, like, is hanging out with Mom. Yeah, she's not... She definitely has moments in the next couple episodes where she's back to creeping on Jun Song, and you're like, I can't tell if I'm into this, because Jun Song can't tell if he's into it. Yeah, I don't think anyone's got their head wrapped around that situation. But I'm so happy that her creepiness has latched onto his mom and being like, we're gonna be best friends. Yeah, because it's nice. She deserves some attention. Yeah, she deserves a best friend. Yeah. Even if it's a weird little superstar. With a whole bunch of coal on her face. And... But she's just got a whole bunch of positivity. She needs to share that. She is bursting with positivity. And I'm glad they're friends. Yeah. Um, so first things first, we're gonna go through the list of everybody's Christmas outfits. Because they are all lovely. So, Joon's got her pink dress. Yeah. Hyunwoo's got another pink dress. Not quite as cute, but it's cute. It is cute. And she's wearing it with, like, pants. I think it would be as cute. But it's, like, a lot of clothing. Mm, which is fine. It's fine. It's an oversized look for Koreans. Yep. She pulls it off, of course. Of course she does. Um, Minju has a freaking cape. It's little cape. It's a little cape and suit. I love him so much. <laughs> it's so cute. Oh. Um, Manager Min. Oh. Flawless. Show stealer. Show stealer. He is the star I think he walks in last. Right? And you're like... Oh, I see why you came in last. Yes. It was not because nobody expected you to be here. It was because you look like that. It's because you are the star of the fashion show. Oh my god, he looks good. I feel like I need to own that, like, for every person in my life, though. Like, that I, like, come here, buddy. Let me, let me set you up with a nice galaxy jacket. (laughs) I... Yeah, I wish Jason would have worn that to our wedding. Yeah. That's a beautiful jacket. I thought that Jason's suit at your wedding was, like, as beautiful as things get. I'm, now I'm disappointed. The expectations <laughs> have changed. It's, I guess they set just, the bar too high. You guys will just have to get married again. Yeah, maybe we'll renew our vows in Japan, and I'll make him wear that. Very specifically so he can wear that. Yes. <laughs> oh, I mean... I'm pretty sure that's all. I'm pretty sure Jin Sung and Ji Woong and Young Ho Are, just wore nice suits. Yeah, they all just look nice. Like, they look really, really, really good. Those dapper guys. Those dapper dukes. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> but they have a little freaking <clears throat> talent show. Oh, it's so cute. <laughs> Minju sings a song and everyone's so excited. He insults his mom because that's what you do to moms in this, <laughs> this show. <is> so cute. <laughs> and then um, manager Min sings. Oh, flawless. Amazing. I know it's comical and he's like not quite on point with the notes. But he's laying down that Frank Sinatra like he owns it. And I'm into it. Yeah. He gets a yes from me, dog. <laughs> um, and at some point, there's a rap. Yeah, and it's the rap from the very first episode. Yes! They did a good job adding that in. They did a good little throwback there. Yeah, and then Jun Seung almost throws his entire spine out, <laughs> dancing. <laughs> so sporadically. Whew, but I'm worried. Okay. We are real-life fans of Henry Lau, oh. so anytime he actually sings, he 
actually raps and then actually plays the violin. Oh my god! And that is what makes this the ultimate Christmas for me. The ultimate Christmas talent show where Henry Lau, excuse me, <laughs> I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Henry Lau, rapping, rapping, singing. Violin in. and he violins the beautiful lady song. Yeah, what like a good time! Starts with a Christmas song, and you're like, "This is good, good job." And then he does the freaking beautiful lady song, and I'm so into and, it. Uh, right? What a good tie-in! It makes everything feel like it's coming full circle because we hear that song all the time, but you mm-hmm. know they're not hearing that song, right? But he's like, "No, we're aware. We're in the show." And you're like, yay! Oh my god. You didn't cut that yay out. It was creepy. <laughs> I'll have to cut all of my coughs out, too. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> um, yeah. And- oh, and uh, vegetable cake. They have a freaking vegetable cake for young Yeah! For young Ho's birthday. And Jun calls her mom, and her mom is not sad anymore. No, no more crying, mom. She has a little baby to take care of. Oh, it's so sweet. She's it's such so a good sweet. grandma. She's already the best mom. Mm-hmm. Then they throw in that good, good grandma. Oh, I love them. And then, jumping into episode 15, they finally get their comfortable and racy night. Oh my god. We've all been waiting for that. Whew. Finally. They needed I mean, that. They needed that. We needed that. There's so many K-dramas that just have the face-pressing kiss. Right. And, like, like, the ultimate. And the tiptoeing around attraction, or, like, tiptoeing around the topic of sex. Yeah. And I am so down with a K-drama that just kind of confronts it like they're people who are attracted to each other. And it wasn't, like, over-the-top or gross. It was just yeah. really... Really good. Mm-hmm. Really cute. Yeah. Like, they were just so into each other. And they've spent the whole show barely being able to keep their hands off each other. Like, it was time. They needed that. And they got it. Good and for them. I'm happy for them. Mm-hmm. And they're so... Oh, their flirts are so good. Right. I'm just like, oh. They're the best flirters I've ever encountered. Yes. You need to take some notes on that. I know. I do not know how to flirt like that. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh, they're so good. They're so, so good. And then you see this scene they throw in where Joon and Soojin are teaming up to fight the scumbags of Korea's government. <gasps> that was so good. I was so on board with that. It is powerful. And they are professional, mm-hmm. and they are taking that dude down. Like, they barely even talk afterwards. They definitely make it clear that they've not really reconciled, they're not friends. But they're but happy they're, for each other. Yeah. They're in a place where they can, like, work together, be professionals, and, like, support the other's strengths. Yeah. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's all I wanted from this relationship. Uh, Girl power. Yes. <laughs> and, um, then you find out that Jiwoong and Jiwoong's mom our best friends, and it's really cute. Right? Because Jiwon can be friends with anybody. He can be friends with anybody, and then you find out that mom loves him, and you're like, oh, they deserve each other. They're so sweet. And Young Ho shows up on game night to meet mom. Oh. His his freaking blue sweater. Oh my god. I know, he looked so nice, and he had to ask. He's like, do I I look okay? Do I look okay? Yeah. Yes. You that do. Are you ready? Beautiful. You look so good. Good job. Come meet mom. <laughs> I wrote down, I didn't write any of the good lines, just the funny lines, I guess, because he said, good thing I changed. Me and your mom could have ended up wearing the same outfit. I loved that. They were like, he was like, it would have been weird if we had been matching. Uh-huh. <laughs> that would have been weird. would have been weird. You would have unveiled some stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh... Like, uh, I did write down, my humorous line was when her mom asks if she was a, at a wedding. And I'm like, no, mom, she's just a hoe. <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not, she's not a hoe. That's her <laughs> Christmas outfit from yesterday. Yep, that's her walk of shame that you're viewing right now, mom. <laughs> but I love that she says that she was at a wedding and her mom's like, how can you even say that? And you're worried? Like, you can feel her being like, oh, she knew it was a lie. And then she's like, 
you should be married by now. Stop going to weddings until you're married. Boom. You're like, oh, she bought the lie. Yes. Oh, I'm so right there with you. <laughs> and, um, and then they go on their day date so that June can also meet Mom. Oh. And it's actually really sweet. Yeah, it's really well done. Yeah. They kind of... It's it's so real that I don't really feel the need to talk about it almost. Right, it's just nice. It's just like, that's a nice thing that happens. And then they go on their evening date. Mm-hmm. And it's the best date. If I ever... If I can just have one date as nice as that date in my life, I'll be fine. Oh my Except God. I don't think there's any way to top it because... So, like, going kind of, like, play-by-play play as far as, like, my top favorite moments, um, not in any particular order, will build up. <laughs> um, the scarf around both of their necks. I was hoping you would say that first. <laughs> that's my number one. Oh, my God, uh, that's so cute. I it's wanted so to cute. hate it because it's so dumb. It is. It's, like, impractical and ridiculous, and I was... And you know why everyone's laughing at them. Yeah. And I was into it. I was so into it. I was especially into it because both of them were just so happy to be together. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't about, like, being embarrassed about stupid things that don't matter. It was about being cute and kind of warm and together. I think Jiun at that point is like, yeah, we look crazy because we're crazy in love. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, I'm crazy too. Uh Uh-huh. Oh my god, and then they write their little wishes on the wish wall. So cute. Oh, their selfie stick, when she she busts (laughs) out the selfie stick, and they just... I feel like Raquel joked about it once, but this show really does go for, like, the asking you to make screensavers of these shots. Yeah. Because it shows you all the pictures they take. It does, and it's it's like screenshot them. Yeah. It wants you to have them. Yep. And yes to that. (laughs) I'm into it. I'm into it. So there's some more good screensavers there. And then it ends. With, with the, the proposal. With the single best proposal I've ever encountered in any factual or fictional world. I can't. My, I'm, I'm, I've heard of people doing the, like giving someone a ring in advance in, like, disguise. Right, like like a pu- puzzle box? Why did yeah. I go there? No, no, you don't want a puzzle box. <laughs> no, that sounds I terrible. I a necklace, where they put yeah. the ring in a necklace, and the girl wore the necklace for, like, a few months, and they mm-hmm. were like, you've had the ring the whole time. Oh. And I was so into it, and this was, like, 400 times the excitement. Oh my god. As soon as he said, you've had the ring the whole time, I think my chest burst open, and I'm not crying, you're crying, and also I'm crying. Yeah. Oh my god. And then he just walks away, and right as she goes to grab the ring, he, like, tilts the freaking zipline string. And he's like, I want to give this to you. Do you want to come over here? And they do the throwback to the open arm hug. Which is the best hug. The best kind of hug. Oh, my God. It's all of the best parts of their relationship. He knitted that scarf for her over the course of a year, and then she, she was wearing it. I am overwhelmed. it. I'm overwhelmed. Oh, no. I just love it so much. <laughs> oh. Yeah. And that's that's where that episode ends. And then you don't have to watch the last episode because it can't get any better until it does. Until it does. Oh. It, episode 16. It starts with Ju-un going to Hyunwoo's house, her best friend. Yeah, she's like, could you drop me off at Hyunwoo's because, uh... uh I have to tell her I'm engaged. <laughs> Such a cute best friend relationship. Right? I just, I just love that that is her first thought. Like, now that we're engaged, I love you, but could you take me to Hyunwoo's house? Yeah. And Hyunwoo's so excited, and Ju-un tells her that... She has to meet Grandma. Meet Grandma. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So the next day, before she meets Grandma, I'll just throw it in, you find out Jun Song's mom goes to visit Ju-un and give her some beautiful mittens knit by an angel. Yeah. And right. tell her that she's left her husband. And you're so happy. Apparently she's living a good life. She's, like, living... She's living her best life. 
It's all you needed. Just, like, one two-minute scene where... They just, like, wrap that up in yeah. a little, like, in a little mitten-sized box. Where you find out that Jun Song's mom has left her abusive husband and is friends with Yi Jin. Yep. Is best friends with her son. <sighs> it's good so life. good. It, they're all living their best life, except Wushik and Sujin, but, like, meh. Like, who even cares? Not me. And Ju-un goes to meet Grandma. And you think, like, I don't know. I feel like it was one of those things where they were trying so hard to, like, make you feel like it was going to go poorly that you had to know. You know, like, almost that reverse psychology where you're like, there's no way this is going to go poorly because... It's the last episode, homies. Yeah, and you don't have time for this to go poorly. You can't ruin this now. Yeah, so she meets Grandma in the most hideous outfit. I don't get that. I begged the... I begged them not to do that. I and they still did. They thought it was comical, and I just hated it. Yeah, but thank God Grandma called her out. Mm-hmm. It was like, you know what? The only thing I disapprove of is that terrible outfit. <laughs> and June's like, I feel that I shouldn't have worn it. I don't know why I did I this. I don't know why I did this to myself. Yep. Nice to meet you. It's so nice to meet you, Grandma. And Grandma approves, and she. Asks for a present. And June's like, I know what I'll get you. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. (laughs) I don't know why I chose that song. (laughs) So good. I just chose notes. This is why I just just want you guys to know that Henry Lau is also a producer. And I just wanted to show how little natural talent I have, so you know how cool he is. Right? We've just got to put in that comparison, that, <laughs> that comparison of who we are. So if, if you ever hear this podcast, Henry Lau, you know... How much we love you and, and respect you. And please, uh, please never contact us about our talents, because we know it could only be sad but please contact us about hanging out because we're down yeah we have we live in a very well i live in a very beautiful place you also live in a beautiful place (laughs) i'm homeless i don't know why i decided (laughs) i was the only person raquel lives in utah so please make your way over there skip over japan because it's hideous (laughs) that's where emily lives oh no (laughs) japan i didn't mean it No, just visit us both, or we'll we'll come to you. Yep, we can all meet up in Korea. Yeah, Yeah. I know. It's just like a hop, skip, and a jump from you. Mm -hmm. You guys could hang out every day. Yeah, I could skip rocks over to his side. It would be the event of my lifetime for me. I just hop on that plane and head to Korea. Yeah. Hey, Henry Lau. I mean, if Henry Lau asks you to come, (laughs) it's already the event of a lifetime. I'm gonna do everything I can to make it, Henry Lau. Such a big fan of your work. Uh, what <laughs> we have to edit this out. Uh, I... Please, if anyone knows Henry Lau, please contact him <laughs> to listen to just this. And everyone else can like, if you already haven't pressed the skip button, like I'm sorry, go back and skip it. Yeah. Sorry, you had to listen to this. We'll yeah. stop now. Oh God. Um, um, we'll see. We'll see if this makes the cut. We'll see if it makes the cut. Um. They have this big storyline about Jutun getting four stripes. Oh, it goes, it goes on for a long time, and I, like... I'm into it. Yeah, it it's was a not, good time. It is fluff that is fan service. Right? That's the good kind of fluff. That's the best kind of fluff. So, get out of my face with the rest of this fluff. Um, no, I'll take it all. I'll take it yeah. all. No, because there's... I think oh. we skipped over it. I think it was in episode 15 where... Sujin finds out she can't have a baby, oh. and she, instead of telling Wu Shik, just, like, makes him leave, and they have a big argument. Literally, he gets in the car, and they have a flashback to of this... the exact scene. That is, like, a lot. It's annoying. I just don't... I feel like every other aspect of this entire show was so well-produced, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like, through these last two episodes, they do some pretty severe flashback abuse, but that's the worst, because it's literally moments after the scene that you just watched, and it's like... And they like, do the whole thing. Yeah. It's not just her saying a line, and then back to present Wushik in the car, like, agonizing over what he could have said. It's, like, six lines, that, and, like, the tears between them. It was weird. I... And 
So, so we're appreciative of this June and Young Ho fluff, because it's different. Don't give us that flashback fluff, though. We yeah. don't need it. We don't we're need it. We're in the it. last episode. Come up with content. Like, for example, maybe Grandma was there for the speech that she gave to the... That was actually a good flashback. Oh my gosh. Because that's one of the flashbacks that reveals something new. Right. It's not like classic flashback where you just see something that maybe you forgot about unless it happened two minutes ago. Unless you're binge-watching the series like a normal person, then of course <laughs> you didn't forget. So, uh, Ju-un is, when she's making the speech at the hospital door to Young-ho, apparently Grandma was there to see, and that's why she approves. She's like, I felt the love, and you waited yeah. a year for him. You just, and you just wanted him to be healthy, and you encouraged him to get better, and I like you, girl. Yeah, you can be part of my family. So I don't understand why Ju Eun, the second time she sees Grandma, tries to redeem herself by doing a historical drama. Oh my god! She's so extra every time she sees Grandma. Like anytime Grandma's in the room, Ju Eun has a brain meltdown and, like, can't be a human anymore. Because you see every so often these, like, weird signs of Kang Joon. Right, and it's, like, kind of awesome. Yeah, you're into it. Like, Kang Joon day. Right. kind of came out of left field where this awesome lawyer has this weird side where she just lays around all the time. And she, like, just is really on board with, like holding really still for long periods of time, and uh-huh. it's just because she enjoys being lazy and adorable. But they're like, oh, let's make her show Grandma her weirdest attributes. So she sings this odd song in this really old-fashioned outfit, and fortunately Grandma's into it. Yeah, the whole time I was just begging someone to like join in with her. We were young ho. Yeah. Crawling out of our (laughs) skin. Yeah, we were. Oh, I would have shut them, like I would have interrupted her. I don't even care if Grandma was enjoying it. I was like, let Grandma enjoy two lines of that song and then we stop hurting everyone around us. Well, you couldn't tell that Grandma was enjoying it. Oh my god. Until you turned it off and then she started busting up. Everyone was sitting in silence. And it was a lot. Jeez, poor dad, poor grandma. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord. And then they bust up, and it's... I guess they're really good at doing the writing style where you're so uncomfortable that when it passes, you've got that, like, giddy, almost <laughs> nonsensical sense of relief. Like your adrenaline is yeah. pumping because you wanted out of that situation so badly that you, like, actually had a visceral, <laughs> instinctual reaction. And then so, the after. So when it turns out well, you're just like, ha <laughs> <laughs> like, could laugh forever. You're also laughing like Grandma's laughing, mm-hmm. but more like how Dad is laughing because Grandma is laughing yeah. and you don't... You don't know how to handle the situation. Yeah. But then they have a little photo shoot, more backgrounds for your stock. Yes. Your portfolio. And I think it was supposed to be in her wedding dress, but she was like, I can wear whatever I want to my wedding. Uh, they do one with the family. Oh, oh the family photo shoot. Yeah. Oh, I'm jumping ahead. Spoiler. You're jumping ahead. The family one where Manager Min makes hilarious faces oh, the whole time. He is the star of this show. He's the star. He's the Jiwoo we didn't see coming. Why don't? Why do they call him Wushik Star M and not Star Min? <laughs> That's what we should call him. I don't know what star the Min. star honorific does. Me neither. But. I mean, Manager Min is a star. He's he's the star. So we're going to throw it to him. Star Min is just a delight, and uh, they have such a nice time. And then they go home, and Young Ho and Joon are sitting around having the best couple communication techniques of all time. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, they talk Young- about babies. Yeah. They talk about, like... They talk about why Young Ho has been putting it off. Yeah. Where he used the four stripes kind of as an excuse, because he right. doesn't want his kids to be sick. And, and she's like, it's all good. We're gonna have a bunch of kids. Yeah, and he's like, may as well have a soccer team. <laughs> Emily made the observation about all of these girls who, like, may or may not be able to get pregnant, or may or may not, or, like, maybe should, maybe shouldn't get pregnant. 
And we were both a little bit like, so adoption's not on the table at all for any of you? We're just curious what the adoption culture is like in Korea, because that's my plan. I plan on adopting someday. If I just don't like pregnancy. If I become a parent... It probably will, have to adopt. Yeah, it will be adoption. And, like, that's, like, my first consideration. Yeah, not definitely not my last one. Yeah. And they're just like, I don't want my kids to get sick. It's okay, we'll risk it. Right. It's like, like <laughs> let's have a soccer team of sick kids. Yeah, not, not considering the options at all. So it's, I'm just curious about, you know. That said, they'll be beautiful sick kids. Mm-hmm. Like the most just beautiful, and they might not be sick, which is kind of their point. Of yeah, like, like we can't say what's going to happen, but it can't stop us from like living our lives and like raising the best. Like we've done such a good job with our two boys. Yeah, <laughs> these two healthy young boys that we've got back at home. Yep, they're doing okay. Um, and then Young Ho goes to see his dad, and they kind of have a touching moment, which Raquel really got into. I couldn't get into because I was just thinking about Young Ju. You're still feeling that Young that Young Ju and hurt. And he returns. And they have another touching moment as a family. And like, it was a little weird for me. I like mm-hmm. looking at that family, that broken family. I was having a hard time with that, which is not to say I don't think it's appropriate that they all like get their crap out. In, in the, you know, like, yeah. get it out and, mm-hmm. and talk about it. But also a little bit, like, I don't know. You guys are all really messed up. Yeah. I can't watch this. This seems too personal. Yeah, because um, Young Ho goes to Young Ju and says, like, we're brothers. And you're like, oh, my God, that's so cute. And then he's like, take care of my dad. And you're like, oh, okay. like, uh, what? He's going to dump off your sick dad? Like, I'm done with him. Like Now we, he can be your father. We did our thing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's it's weirdly played out, but um, made a lot better by Young Ju wearing the most perfect outfit oh, I've ever seen. Oh, what a cute young man. Oh, my God. I think he's wearing, like, a black turtleneck, which Ju'un has rocked the entire series. Right? He's but wore he it better. so much better in it, because he's got a burgundy coat. And, like, a jean jacket. Like, mm-hmm. un- like it's, like, layers and then, of like, beauty. And, like, skinny black jeans. He looks good. He looks good. What a, what a nice little young man. He grew up well. He grew up well. <laughs> we kind of joked, because his dad said, I want my two sons to work at the hospital together. Yeah. And we're like, uh, one of them's going to be the executive director, and mm-hmm. one of them's going to be a nurse. Yeah, like a, a peon in the hospital. Yeah. But, okay. Like a candy striper. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want both my boys to work together, but not really, because you can't do anything. You're not really my like you're definitely my least favorite son like there's two of you and you're in second yeah so it's kind of a cute moment but you just can't repair all the damage they've done over this series yeah can we i do have to talk about one thing Mm -hmm. um and all of a sudden i can't think of who said it but i wrote it down oh it's mom mom said it uh june's mom said it to Young Ho when he was helping her fix her wrist. And that was a really sweet moment. And then she says, it's better to be sick with someone you love. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) One freaking year. (laughs) Raquel never get past it. Nope. I thought I was past it. I'm not. She'll hate it. Never forgive. Never forget. They have a cute moment. And then it skips to Sujin and Woochik's forever flashback. Oh my god. That's all of the scenes that they were in. My whole note is super dumb flashback reel, where we just have to watch. Every scene that they did through the whole series. And all of them are torture, because I I hate those two. Yeah. They're the worst. And they just have this, they have their little tie-up ending, and I don't really care, except that their outfits are Perfect. They are a beautiful couple. They are at the end of the day. Beautiful. At the end of the day, even though they're a mess, they have one redeeming quality, and it's that they look really nice all the time. So, good job on that, I guess. And they walk into the sunset, and we don't ever have to deal with them again. Yeah, thank God. And then there's a really long flashback set of everybody else. 
And it's kind of the weirdest scenes. It's, it's like they picked out all the scenes that they couldn't flash back to throughout the series. Yeah. And so they just decided, like, you know what we'll do? We'll make them the, like, second to last scene. Yeah. Which you think, since they just did the Wushik and uh, Su Jin flashback, that it's going to be a Ju Eun and Young Ho flashback. Mm -mm. No, it's it's everyone. Everyone's part of it that they decided, and it's like weird scenes. It's like scenes that are not meaningful to how the plot ended up at all. It's just long and Mm -hmm. weird and pointless. So, so after that painfully long flashback, we get the second photo shoot, right? Yes. And it's so good. It's so good. Once again, more screensaver fodder. Just okay. Like to be real, I only wanted to see her in a white dress. I was sorely disappointed. I was. I was ready to see like a wedding wedding dress, not like a cocktail, like a fun like party cocktail dress. But even that would have been better than like. Like, her fun cocktail dress that was not even white. That right. She's just like, you don't have to wear white at a wedding. And you're like, I know, I agree with you, women's rights, modern women power. But. But why? You look so pretty in white. Don't take this away from me. <laughs> they put her in a white gi. And they do some wrestling. Yeah. Some jujitsu. And that's her wedding dress. Which I'm actually, I actually enjoy that a lot. I think I might. Uh, get into martial arts so I can wear a white gi to my wedding. <laughs> Why am I talking about my very fictional wedding? <laughs> Let's stop that line I mean, of thought. we talked about our very fictional adoptions. Like, yeah, that's true. We've got we futures. Kids, it'll be like ten years, bro. Yeah, we've got futures ahead of us, apparently. And then it ends, and it ends with the best scene I've ever seen. So they're at the airport, and... Um, Ju-un is there to pick up her husband. For, he's been gone for a he minute. He went to be a doctor for the people in the floods. He's such a good man. He's such a good man. And Ji-woon made it into the military. And he greets her and says she's looking so pretty. Yeah. Oh. And um, they do the classic Young-ho is disappointed by her cute little fat face, but he's also, like, so sincerely loving about it. So, like, let's, let's go exercise, but you look so pretty, and I'm so excited because, why is he excited? Because they're having twins, babies. Twins? They're gonna get their soccer team. They're gonna get their soccer team, one baby at a time. They're gonna have two Two boys. They're gonna have two boys, like, (laughs) Ji-woon and Jun-seong. I'm too excited. I'm too excited. We forgot their names. <laughs> what, are they na- what are the kids' names? Yeah, so that's kind of where it ends, is them, like, walking out of the airport, and, and there's, like, a monologue. Being so excited. Yeah. He's got his arms around his boys and his and his wife. And it's, oh, it's so good. I'm excited really for good them. Show. I'm excited that we got to join them on that journey. What a nice... See, I feel like I don't make it to the end of very many K-dramas, but it's always so worth it when I do. Right. When they, I persevere. They reward their watchers, for mm-hmm. sure. And... I hope you feel rewarded, listeners. Yeah. You made it to the end of our journey. You made it to the end of both the show and our podcast. Goodbye forever. <laughs> <laughs> no, you made it to uh, the last episode of our podcast featuring All My Venus. And... and- then we'll start a new one. Yeah, we'll probably go for like Goblin or something next. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna kick it old school, throw it back to Goblin. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want something a little more crazy. Yep. And I feel like the older the K drama, the crazier. It right. Is. It's like they've mellowed, mm-hmm. and that's surprising. I've been watching Boys Over Flowers, and it is too much. It is too much crazy. I so. haven't even jumped in on on that. Train ride. Yeah. I, yeah. On that roller coaster ride. So we'll give Goblin a try and see if it's just as insane. It comes highly recommended, so I'm excited. Yes, I know it'll be good. Yes. But I'm excited for the ride. Yeah. Um, I'm glad we'll be on it together, because there's a solid chance I'd get really stressed out without you yeah, there. Yeah, and stop watching it. Like, yeah. it would be less comical and more stressful. Yeah, but it's nice to... 
like have so, a support system. Mm-hmm. And it would be nice if you guys were around to, to support that as well. Yeah. So, so join us next week for the episode where we start Goblin. There's yeah. four episodes. I don't know. We haven't checked if it's like 16 or a, a divisible by four right. number of episodes. So I assume we'll watch the first four. But like we'll probably tweet it out before we uh, put up the episode just so you guys have a chance to watch like whatever we watch. And we'll definitely put it in the description. So if you see like we've changed our minds and we watched the first five, like then just put it off for one more episode. Watch episode five and come join us for Goblin. Yeah, and then uh, comment. You can you can comment on everything we've said here, and eventually it would be really cool if we got enough of your emails and comments that we could do an episode where we talked about what you guys thought. Yeah, in between our seasons. Yeah. And yeah, so A go to playonk.com. Or you can go to our email. You can email us at playonkpodcast at gmail.com. We're on iTunes at we, Play on K. Yeah, you can subscribe to us there. That would be solid. And uh, where else can you reach us? Oh, we've got a Twitter. Yeah. Hit us up on Twitter. That's where you can find, like, we try and announce when, like, our new episodes are up on Twitter. So, like, whenever you're like, I wonder if there's a new episode of Play on K, if you follow us, you will know. Or if you're creepy like us and like seeing pictures of your favorite podcasters' faces every once in a while. We also do that. We do that. We're shameless and... And adorable. And adorable. We enjoy each other. We enjoy taking selfies together. Yeah. I mean, I guess it probably won't happen for another minute. We'll do one, like, whenever we're together. Don't make the moms cry, Emily. (laughs) (laughs) So every few months you'll see one. Yep. Whenever we're Until together. Until comes to live with me. Well, I'll just Photoshop Emily into every picture I ever take of myself for the next couple of years until I go live in Japan. It's Yay. not going to be years, it's going to be months. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our theme song is by James Hevel. Yeah! Shout out. Really quick. James Hevel. Best person ever. And, yeah, get in touch with us, and we'll see you next week. Yay! Bye! Bye! Pop!